with Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Part of the Collector. What's going on, everybody? What are we doing today? Um, Your pick. Yep, yeah, my pick. Uh, sorry to bother you. Yeah. And I feel bad that I don't know this guy's name because I love him in Atlanta. Um, I don't know if you ever watched that show. We've talked about it. Donald Glover. Great fucking show. But this movie... Wow. Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield. He is a good actor. He oh, played Snoop Dogg in Straight Outta Compton. He did a great job in that shit, oh, too. Oh, is that him? Yeah, he I can act, bro. The dude can really act. Yeah, he, uh, but, he can. Uh, but, like... This, the reason we did this movie is because you actually asked for it. I, I actually, did. I did because when I watched the preview for it and you hear him use his white voice, it's David Cross. And David Cross is funny as shit, too, in his own way. Right. And I just thought it was hilarious watching him, like, kind of pantomime. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, that movie looks like it's it's going to be funny. But uh, it wasn't in theaters very long. No, nah, I, I don't think it did and very now well. now I know why. <laughs> I fucking know why, dude. So this is a, um absurdist dark comedy. It is crazy fucking movie, dude. Like, it's up there. I watched it again to get, like, a refresher because I haven't seen it in a little bit. And I loved it even more. Like, I love this movie. I don't know why you bought it, let alone why you bought it on fucking Blu-ray. I seen a lot of my i follow a lot of movie reviewers and i've seen this one pop up time and time again and i don't like to get spoiled with certain movies and since right. i've seen this one so much i was at a i was at blockbuster and they had it for like 11 dollars on the blu-ray and i'm just like i want to see it it's on blu-ray for 11 dollars. i'm not going to get a better deal than that unless i go do what you do right but i'm not going to find this out there so right. i'm like fuck it let me let me see about it damn and I watched it, and I fucking loved it, and I'm so glad I bought it. Uh, like the first, the first hour of this movie, I'm down. I'm fucking with it. Like I love it. It's it's a it's it's a good. It's kind of like a. I don't know how to say it, like an economic. You know what I'm saying? Like a social class type of. You know what I mean? Like it's showing like, you know, there's people up here, and then there's people down here, the workers. It's talking like about that. the problems we have with capitalism. Right there, you go. Like I'm not very knowledgeable when it comes to a lot of shit like that right but you but, know uh, the problem but i and... but i see what they're going for when they're doing it you yeah know what I mean? if that makes sense but uh it you know it had nice little jabs at as you know at what we do you know to get by and like some of the things that like we have to hate every day but we still go do it mm-hmm. um movies about um this guy uh cash yeah cash cash is green cash is green there <laughs> which you i go. thought was fitting yeah, that was that was a good little thing. The, this movie was well made. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Like, Did you uh, know this the, is a? I didn't do any of the director things, but it's directed by Boots Riley, which oh, yeah. he's been in. Um, he's been doing music for most of his life, and mm-hmm. he's this is his breakout film. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's an audience for it, but like maybe it went a lot of this. Is, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm just taking it for what I literally saw, and there was a lot of shit going on in that movie. Well, if we had to like synopsize it because my wife was saying like you guys really need to like condense your synopsizing this guy's hard in his luck needs a job he finds a job starts to move up the corporate ladder that was realized that was a hilarious scene though when the dude it's like he brought a fucking trophy right he got made that he said he won in high school and then a fucking employee of the month plaque for a restaurant he never worked at (laughs) it was fucking great like and then the guy called him out on all of that shit like when have you ever like, you know, we people go to job interviews and, you know, you say this and that and you're there. Like, nobody ever really calls. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but. This dude did his homework and he was like, you're bullish shit. But 
You showed me anything with the one thing I need to know. You're a salesman. You're a salesman. You're hungry. You're yeah. ready to get it. Exactly. So he moves up the corporate ladder, realizes how awful the corporate ladder is, and, you know, goes back to his finding himself. I really resonated with this movie a lot. It really, like, spoke to me because it's something that I struggle with constantly is um, your identity. You can either keep your identity or move up the corporate ladder, right. lose that identity, and become a cert- a, a penguin suit. You know, kind of person like all you're doing is appeasing these people for capital, for money. Like I always looked at it like this, man. You want to make more money, you have to know how to do something that not everybody can do. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. It's like it's you're either a one off, like you created something by a fluke or you move up the corporate ladder, which most people do are going to do. They're going to find a good, you know, a good company to work for and then try to get as high as they can. And that's what this movie's trying to say is, uh, I guess you can either keep yourself identity or lose that identity to become like wealthy. Right. And that's something that I always struggle with because it's like, man, I want to make more money, but I don't want to answer to these people. And because that's where the white voice thing comes in. He, um, Don Glover's, character teaches him he's like hey man i love donald glover's little cameo in this movie it was hilarious i know i loved it too (laughs) young blood use your white voice yeah (laughs) tells him to tells him i'm like talking over this movie you're 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 supposed to be talking about it but i'm so excited and i love this movie so i'm gonna give it back to you you talk about it i mean like i said uh you know he 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 goes to work for the telemarketing place right and and everybody's stick to the script stick to the script make it your own and i worked at a call center and they had the same thing. Like, they had a script that you had to follow. And I never followed it because it's very rude, abrasive. It's right. very, like... Because you, you just got to get it out there before they hang up on you. It's to the point, And it's very... I didn't like it at all. So I tried to do my own thing. I was very friendly. Very... Um, I gave them not what they wanted, but, you know. Right. I worked with them. Right. Like, tried to be friendly. Tried to be... <laughs> I don't know. It's like got to be one of the most hated jobs on earth. Most like, definitely. I got cussed I mean? out literally every day. Oh, yeah, you're going to. Because, like, the people that do answer, mm-hmm. like, they're, they're ready. <laughs> they're, like, you know what I mean? They want to make you pay for fucking making that call. Right. So you're I took... going to take me off that list, motherfucker. <laughs> right. So I had the lowest handle time. Mm-hmm. I made the most money. I talked to the most people. Yet I always failed my evaluation because I didn't follow the script. Yet I was making more everything and everything else but that's kind of cool though because like you were still finding a way to make money but Mm -hmm. you were still bucking the system right so that is cool but i mean obviously you you grew out of that shit but Mm -hmm. like i have actually known a couple people that have telemarketed for a job and nobody has ever told me anything good about it like that's not good like oh yeah that was a good time in my life like i really enjoyed that (laughs) job like no everybody's like man that shit is soul crushing yeah, it is. a tiny fucking cubicle with like another 20, 30, 50 people around you. It's like, it's it's miserable. And it looks exactly like that too. Yeah. It's like office space, but even worse, Yeah, I would imagine. So I just wanted to say like, I experienced it and it's exactly like that. Right. But the guy, he, he gets to that point where, you know, they keep, they the, that's how they keep all the worker bees going is telling mm-hmm. them like one day you go through the gold elevator and go to, go be a, what do they call them? Uh, uh, power caller. Power caller. You know, but, and he, but before that, the they have a new manager, and she's talking about how we're a team. Like oh, yeah. she's like, 
I'm not your boss. You're not my workers. We're one in one. We uh, we work off each other, like whatever. And uh, synergy. Y'all feel it. Y'all feel it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And that's what the corporate world is trying to do. Because I actually worked at a job before the one we're working at now, mm. and they would say that they're like, "We're not a. We're a family." Right. And like, I'm not your boss. You're not my worker. We work together. And that's what they're trying to do. They're like trying to, like, uh, what'd she say? She says social currency is better than, you look know, capital. It's, yeah. She's like, look it up. It's trending. Like, yeah. And it's like, really? I can't pay my bills. And he says, so does that mean we're going to make more money? And she said, well, no. But. Exactly. Like, we're supposed to be on the same level, but I'm making less money than you? Fuck you. Right. So anyway, you... well, I mean, that's all the workplace, really. You know? mm-hmm. But yeah, like that's a lot of underlying themes in this movie. A lot, you know. And I picked up. I feel like I picked up a good bit of them. But <laughs> shit, there's probably some I missed there too. Some of the things, you know, uh, like I said, the movie's a normal comedy, like for an hour of it. Yeah, you know, like I'm going with it. Like you know, it's silly in some points, and I loved how when he would make the calls, it would drop him down into the room. Yeah, it. I love him. that. And then when he started using the white voice, and by the way, uh, David Cross did a great job, you know, like, I'm sure that was a weird fucking phone call. He got, Hey man, I want you to be in my movie, but I don't want you to use your face at all. It's just your voice. You're going to be the white voice that a, that a black dude uses to call people for telemarketing. Well, I love that he, uh, Don, Donald Glover says that the white voice isn't just the white voice. Cause white people use the white voice too. He said, not Will Smith white voice. Yeah. He's like, it's what white people think they should sound like. Yeah. And so it's not really a white voice. It's just a, a successful voice. Yeah. Like you sound like you have your bills paid. You don't have a worry in the world. Kind like of you're thing. on your way to the golf course. You're just making this call on the way out. Yeah. Right. So even white people use the white voice. It's right. just a, a fake facade. Yeah, well, yeah, he, that was a bit redundant. He does, but. No, he shows them the shows them the ropes or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he uh, he he does get the job. And I thought it was fucked up that when they got to the power power caller floor, he, the, you know, it's another black guy that comes out to meet him, and he's like, "No, no, no only white boys here." Yep. And he had to talk like that in front of everybody all day, like that shit. That exactly, like, you have to wear this. A mask almost you have to wear this mask if you want to be successful in certain companies but before that he before he got this job he was kind of a nobody mm. he wasn't good at anything he's like what's the point what am i doing like what am i doing with my life and that's something i always struggle with too it's like i want to make an impression on the world like also stuff. shout out to terry cruz he had a good little part in this oh, you know fucking that wig him. was hilarious like for so like they just threw this fucking jerry curl on him i'm just dying because it's in oakland <laughs> yeah you know so they're keeping it in oakland yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah they just threw this jerry curl he's always in a tracksuit. it was fucking great <laughs> <laughs> he only had like maybe twelve lines of the whole fucking movie, but they were great. Yeah, it's all it's classic Terry Crews. Yeah, he stole the stole the scene. You're my nephew, motherfucker. I'm letting you live in my garage. <laughs> um, but that's where he he when he does his white voice, he found something he's actually good at. That's why he becomes a power caller because he found yeah. His, like, well, and I mean, he's never had shit, so like he becomes successful. He gives his uncle the money because it's not. He's like, it ain't your little garage money that's. Got me bad. He's like, I'm behind on the whole house. You know, mm-hmm. he gives his family the money. So, you know, at first he feels like he's doing real good. He picks his girl up in a new car. It's a Maserati, by the way. That's a big jump. Yep. From a hoopty to a Maserati. I was thinking like maybe a nice American made, <laughs> like maybe an Impala or, you know, <laughs> a Buick even. This guy went for it. Yeah. Like, Fuck it. I'm getting a Mozzie. Yeah. But <laughs> That's where it's a, the absurdist comes in. It just takes it to like the extreme of silliness. And I'm 
all go with that, man. Like I said, I'm 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 all dialed in. I said, you know what, Greg, you fucked up and gave me a good one. You I know, know I know you're like dying to talk about the second half of oh this movie, my God, but dude. the first half is so important. It so, is, it is building it to it. You know? So he gets to the power caller, but mm. there's another story happening happening in contrast is his girlfriend is a social activist. An artist and yeah. and they're having a protest against the company that they work for. Like they the want company, yeah. Right. Well, no, the telemarketing company. They're like, we want livable wages. Yeah, and, and then the the company that they push the most for is mm-hmm. is, is Army Hammer's company. Right. Which, so. by the way, Army Hammer, fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is the craziest movie. I would never want to put him in this fucking movie, bro. And then he just went for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm getting ahead of myself or whatever, but like, I, I got I got to say that I enjoyed him. He was just fucking bananas. <laughs> But anyway, go back to it. But uh, no, I'm just trying to set up everything yeah, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. when we talk about the payoff, there's yeah, like... it's insane, dude. You never in a million years if you watch anybody, if you put anybody to watch this movie, they will never fucking guess yeah where this movie ends up yeah never. Like, you could have showed me, you could have told me twenty times, and I would have never have said, well, yeah, it's gonna be that. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking weird. So she's a uh, she's an activist. She's right. she's basically Banksy. Yeah, yeah. She's like yeah. She's an artist. Statues um, and, you know, do exactly. she holds a sign, makes like next to nothing. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I noticed is uh, I didn't even catch this the first time. Her activist, activist name is Left Eye. Mm. And the guy, the, the black guy that's using the white voice that's showing him the ropes whenever he gets to power caller, he's wearing a patch over, patch his, over his left eye. He's turning a blind eye to the problems in the world. I was oh, yeah. like, whoa, that's really like deep. I didn't catch that the first time. I, would, I, didn't, I didn't think about that. I just thought they were trying to make him look like a fucking James Bond villain. <laughs> that guy's a good actor, too. I don't know his name, but uh, I remember he was, he's was he been in some movies I've seen. Mm-hmm. He actually doesn't have a name because they bleep it out. Yeah, that, I thought that was crazy, too. Because he's completely lost his identity. He has no identity anymore. Yeah, you see, that's what I'm saying. I knew there was something there, but mm-hmm. it was just like, you know. Because they did that shit in uh, Kill Bill, you know. You know, you didn't find out her name until, like, halfway through the second one. Right. Or maybe it's, like, ten seconds into the second one, I think. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, they bleep her name out through the whole first movie. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. But that's the same with this. Like, it's showing that he's so high up that he doesn't have an identity anymore. That's all he is. It's just a salesman for this company. When The Real came out, that was a, it was a nice little speech he gave him mm-hmm. outside the orgy. That's yeah, later on, like I said, but... <laughs> This is a fucking movie. Anyways. So he moves up the corporate ladder. He's doing a really great job. And he tells him, he's like, hey, man, the the higher-ups are really talking about you. And they invited you to a party. Mm. And um, Oh, yeah, his people have went on strike, too. And at first, he went on strike with them. mm -hmm. But then the managers bring him into the office. And they close the blinds. And they're like, he's like, y'all are firing me, aren't you? I knew you were going to fucking fire me. I'm your best salesman. You're going to fucking fire me. Nah, man. Big big league's called. You're going up. Yeah. And they pop a bottle of champagne, and they're like, fucking drink it, man. That's yours. You know, like, you're one of us now and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, so he just starts fucking chucking it, and he's all happy and shit. And then that's when he helps his uncle out and all them or whatever. But yeah, he, he moves up in the world, and then his that's what I was talking about earlier. They're protesting yeah. and strike. And well, it gets like into like violent protests and shit, too. Oh, most like, definitely. As, as it's going, you know, because the first day he goes to like some Japanese company and turns like a, like a shit ton of Japanese people into this uh, workplace. Yeah, because... Army Hammer's company 
is is uh, they sell they sell slave labor. Yeah, pretty much. Which is pretty crazy if you think about it, because um, how many people would sign up for that though? For real, because like, but that's the thing. Homeless people, whatnot. Terry Crews, he says, "I'm down on my luck. I can't make rent. You know, they gave me a brochure to this. Uh, what is it called? Work free, or work worry free. Worry free. Yeah. They gave know. me a plan." pamphlet for this worry-free place it doesn't sound too bad three three hots and a cot that's what we used to say exactly and that's scary to think about because i can see our world going to something like that yeah yeah that's what that was uh, i was going to mention that later but yeah that that is that is some shit that fuck probably happens in some places you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i have nightmares about that bro like where we work like but like they build these condos for our families and like a school for our kids to go to and like we never leave this compound yep Everything's there, bro. They throw us a, a, a big version of that, you know? We actually get free lunches at our work. Like, it's starting. Yeah, dude. And, like, they're oh, oh, chicken. Oh, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But, but yeah, that, that's it, one thing that could really happen. scares yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought that was cool about the movie. I, I didn't take that away from it. I enjoyed that part of it. Because, like I said, it's still within the first hour. We're still, train's still on the tracks. Yep. And then we go to the party. He goes to the party. Because he completely sells out. His people are getting their ass beat, mm-hmm. trying to keep these people from going into work because the power callers are the only ones working. They're the only ones making money. Right. They're the only ones agreeing to sell the the worry-free lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So he's making shit tons of money, but like he's turned, his girlfriend's turned her back on him. She's like, if you go to work today... I can't be with you anymore. Right, because she's You've against... you sold your soul. Like, I can't be with you anymore. Exactly, because she's against what he's... Uh... And she's the whole time, she's like the Robin Hood, you know what I mean? Like, she's like the 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 rebellion. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, trying to stop him. Right. With but our that's art a... and stuff like that. But that's a thing to think about, too. Like, take someone that comes from a, a low-income you know, neighborhood mm-hmm. and then tell them like, Hey, we're going to give you a bunch of money, but you have to do this thing that goes against your morals and values. Yeah. Something. And some people would say like, wow, that shows a lot about their principles, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that says a lot about them. As but a when person. you grew up with, with nothing, with nothing and someone's offering you, let's say a million dollars a year, like, but you got to do against your morals and values. What'd you do it? It's kind of hard. Fuck to those s- morals, bro. We're getting paid. <sighs> I've already told you this. We've had this conversation. We are getting fucking paid, son. So I'll that's, sign your fucking name for you. Like, right. We are getting paid. But so, anyways, yeah. So that's his like struggle. Is it's yeah. like he came from nothing, and they're offering him all this money. He offering him a life he didn't think possible. Right. So, uh, so anyway, he's at at the party. Yeah, he goes to her party because she has an an art gallery opening the same right, right. night. He goes to that first because he's trying to like win her back. Oh, this is an important part of the movie that I noticed the second time around. So he goes to the art gallery and she starts the uh, the protest. Uh, what do you call it? Art exhibit. Like, really. Art exhibit. But she's also putting on a performance. Right. It was like a, yeah. It was a weird performance. And the first time I watched it, I'm like, I don't understand this performance. And right. the second time I realized you're not supposed to because you're seeing the performance from his eyes. He's lost sight of what she stands for. So what she's doing doesn't make sense to him. That's why it doesn't make sense to us either. That's why he's like, stop, stop. I thought the hitting her with cell phones was a bit much. 
Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like absurdist. It's kind of like you're in it with empty bullet casings and lamb's blood, which was nasty shit. Like she'd have nothing over her mouth. Mm-hmm. Can't smell good. You know? <laughs> that's why I'm saying like it doesn't make sense right. because we're supposed to see it from his eyes. Like because she was saying some some mineral in cell phones can only be found in the Congo and people get killed for it every day, mm-hmm. so it can be sold to make phones for everybody. Which, yeah. if that's true, that's fucked up, right? Like, <laughs> no, right. You know, I just assume they came from Japan. <laughs> so he tries. Know anybody to... was getting killed for that shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> blood diamonds, right? For real, bro. Like we're holding blood diamonds in our hands. So, uh, so he tries to stop the performance because he doesn't like get it. All he sees is she like, being pelted. She's like, you just don't even know. You know, mm-hmm. she's like, you're so focused on that bullshit that you can't see what's really going on. Right, and it got me thinking about those protesters that like chain themselves to trees. Like, they're standing for something. They're standing for, like, keeping life on Earth. Stop destroying life. But some people just see a crazy person chained to a tree. I mean, there's there's certain things, like, you know, fighting for rainforest. Because, I mean, they real deal just chopped down a shit ton of the rainforest. Mm-hmm. For what? You know, what are they going to build there? Another fucking mall or whatever. I, exactly. I know. You know what I mean? But But, you know, there are those people out there that are, like, that don't see it like that. Yeah, they I just see it. some crazy person trying to stop... Oh, I mean, because at the end of the day, like, even if you save that one tree, like, you got the moral victory, but they're still going to knock down everything around you. Right. So, what I mean, like, but, mm-hmm. and then that's where you get into the whole thing, you know, people that don't care about this planet versus people that do, you know, but mm-hmm. I thought that was a good little thing that so, she did for that. Right. And now is where the fucking train was supposed <laughs> to go left and take some fucking right. He goes <laughs> to the party. Yep. Which... Army Hammer is throwing. He's mm-hmm. a billionaire. And it starts off, this is one of the greatest intros to a character you'll ever fucking see because this, this is the first time you see him in actual person in the movie. Before, yeah. it's just you see him on like a TV interview and, you know, he's just supposed to be some rich asshole. Right. You know? He starts it off with the longest line of coke you've ever seen in your life. Like, I mean, it's not a bump, bro. It's a fucking rail. And it's a good 12 inches. <laughs> and he just goes to work. <laughs> One nostril, bro. Doesn't switch. Doesn't stop breathing. Clears it. You're probably all wondering why I called you this meeting. And it's a fucking just like raging party. Yep. Like he's turned this mansion into like a fucking rave. Um, People are just like cheering him and shit. Yeah. Another little commentary is he's a billionaire. He's the owner of this company, but he seems like the cool guy. Right. Like a relatable boss or whatever he's trying to be your best friend before we give you everything you ever wanted because you're giving me something i need right and we talk um like back in the day when you saw someone successful they look like warren buffett right just some guy in a suit and a tie that talks super proper but times are changing and people are trying to change with it so they're trying to be like little hipsters to Mm. relate to their workers so they feel more comfortable kind of like Elon like, Musk and like, stuff even like Even though I was born with this shit, I, co- I would have got it if I was like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's the cockiness they have. Like, yeah, I might have been born with $100 million, but I would have got $100 million anyways. You know what I mean? Something like that. But this guy's obviously bigger than that. But Yeah. So, anyway, I just wanted to Because, yeah, he starts that. off doing the white voice, and then eventually, like, they get more fucked up, and he's like, man, stop that shit. Talk how you really talk. Yeah. Show me some of that. You're from Oakland, right? He's like, he knows everything about him, which mm-hmm. is, you know, really creepy. But the guy with that kind of power, he's going to. Give me some of that gangster shit. You ever pop a cap in somebody's ass? You know, he <laughs> starts off, they come in the room, and he's got like a fucking horde of bad bitches just laying all over him. Yeah, it's to show that. Um, he's got everything you money, want. Well, you know? money is sexy. Yeah. 
It's like, being power is sexy and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that movie was a fucking... Or, or that whole scene was, was just insane. But, like, Army Hammer, like I said, like, that's probably the, the one movie I never would have guessed he'd have been in. Oh, definitely not. Because they don't put him in the promotion, really, I don't think. Mm-mm. Like, nothing like that. But he plays a great fucking crazy asshole, you know? <laughs> Anyways, he starts the story off talking about he kills some fucking rhino with an AK-47 in Africa. He's like, put that motherfucker as a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like got bullet holes Stitched all Stitched together, it. yeah. He blew most of it away. <laughs> and he makes him rap, which is very humiliating, you know, because he's like, you're black, so you got to be able to rap. You're from Oakland. Rap. Rap, yeah. you know? It's kind of the contrast. Like, you have to put on this for- face to be successful, but you also are put in this box of people thinking stereotypes basically mm-hmm. like all black people can rap all yeah. people from like certain areas can just do these like i said a lot on social commentary in this yep. movie is a lot of themes like i said some i caught some i probably won't you know what i mean but i just watched it yeah and definitely so the party goes on and he's sitting in a chair and it's like I don't know. I thought it was a great shot. It pans out, and he's sitting in this fucking beautiful mansion, this room, and as it pans out even more, there's people just fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this guy's reached the top of what he thinks is success and like what's important, mm-hmm. and he just looks like he couldn't be any more alone, like any more unhappy. Right, because... Because it's like money can't buy you happiness, yeah. which is bullshit, but let me try it you know just let me try it for a let me bit, figure right? it out on my own you know what i mean like i can't really give an opinion until you have both sides you yeah know? but anyways like so yeah he, he uh the other the other guy comes out left eye the one with the, the one with the patch one you don't know his name yeah and uh that's a good name left eye patch <laughs> yeah nick fury <laughs> that's pretty much you know so Nick Fury comes. <laughs> Nick Fury comes out, and this was like I thought this was his best part right here. He comes out and he just drops because he you don't hear his real voice the entire time. He mm-hmm. stays in you know the white voice, there. right? And he just comes out and he's like, "Look, man, you got a chance, bro. This man wants you to go down the hall, take a right, go down another hall, da 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 da. It's a jade door. This is their moment. This could be big for us." Don't fuck this up. Don't do that thing you do where you fuck this up. Yeah. Listen to what this man's got to say. So he goes down there. It's like a long ass hallway, dude. This mm-hmm. place, I don't know who the fuck made it. It's crazy as shit. It's yeah, like they labyrinth. painted all the doors like different shades of green. Yeah, that was insane too. And then the one door he's supposed to go in is like purple. <laughs> like the place was really like a labyrinth. But anyways, like he goes in. Army Hammer's fucked gone out of his mind and he's mm-hmm. like you're my man he's like you get this line right here and it's like a big swirl you know on what though on a horse plate yep <laughs> i get a horse plate mr bobo wow <laughs> that's the line starts telling him i want you to come work for worry free i want you to be my guy inside mm-hmm. you know you got that hunger you got what i see you know I want you to watch this quick video with me real quick. No, no, no. He's yeah. a, is it the video first? He's like, I want to watch the video together, and then I want to make you a proposal. She's like, I don't want to watch no fucking video, man. I want to talk about numbers. I want to talk about commas. I want to talk about me getting paid. And He's like, we're going to do all that after we watch the video. He's like, well, I got to piss. Oh, okay, okay. And he's like, he's like, let's watch the video, then you go take a piss. He's like, nah, man, like, all right. And he start watching it for a second. He's like, nah, man, I really got to go piss. Like, 
All right, you're gonna turn two doors. It's the what does he call no, it? No, he calls it the, the I think emerald it's door, olive door, jade door. It's a it's a different shade of green. <laughs> There's so many that they talk about. Anyways, he goes in. It's one stall. It's this long ass. You know, what you think is like this old ass bathroom, but it's really a fucking trough. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's a I don't know. You keep its animals, something in there, whatever. Yeah. And the door's locked from the outside, which is really fucking creepy. And this tall motherfucker, big, you could tell it's a big person inside the stall. He's like, hey, man, you going to be long. I got to piss like a motherfucker. And he's like, help me. Nah, man, I'm good. Like, you're good, man. Just do your thing and I'll mm-hmm. be out here. And please, it hurts. Like, please help me. And he's like, he just starts crying and shit. And, then he, and this is where the train's off, guys. This is where it fucking just goes sideways. So man. the door opens up, and what falls out? A fucking horseman. Bojack Horseman falls out of this fucking thing. This is a Netflix fucking show. Like, Falls out, man, and he, of course, freaks out. I'm thinking it's the drugs or something. Like, Yeah, you think he's tripping. Stuff. You know what I mean? And then he looks over, and there's more behind the fucking curtain because he's freaking out, and there's more behind the curtain. There's like four of them in there, and yeah. they're like, help us, help us, give us out. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on right now? Fuck you, Greg. What is going on right now? I almost pause these things and call you to be like, why? Why, bro? Anyways, go back in, dude. He... Of course, Army Hammer finds out. him, and he's. Which another thing I noticed at the party, he's got that fucking horse whip, and he oh, keeps hitting everybody with it. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that was crazy. I just thought about that right now, man. Because he hits him with it a couple times, and he's like, "You're the man. You're the fucking man." Oh, and he's shit. like, "And he's like, I right, not hurt, bitch, but all right, thanks." Like you know, because <laughs> we're partying and shit, but chill, like with the horse whip, you know. You just think he's some rich asshole that's got done riding a thoroughbred, you know what I mean? And yeah. Then late, and then here we are. <laughs> he's freaking, I gotta get the fuck out of here. He's like, I told you to go to the jade door. He's like, I went to the fucking jade door. He's like, that's clearly olive. That's yeah. clearly an olive door. Right. <laughs> he's like, come on, man. That's why we gotta watch the video. You can't leave yet. You're gonna think I'm fucking crazy. I'm not crazy. Like, come watch the video. It'll make all, all make sense. It'll all make sense, man. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Don't even worry about that. He's like, you still got to piss? He's like, no, I pissed myself. Like, I, I'm fucking afraid for my life. <laughs> so they sit down and watch the video. And he's literally just explaining how humans can't do the backbreaking labor that's required of them to do it to mm-hmm. never stop, you know? Yep. And uh, they're turning people into horse people. Yeah. They... they're stronger and they don't. They're not as smart. It's like pretty much taking you back to a caveman or some shit, really. Yeah. They make them snort. Some substance and 70% of people turn into horses. Yeah, it works. It works. (laughs) So then, of course, halfway through the video, he's freaking out. You motherfucker, that wasn't Coke. That wasn't fucking Coke. He's like, dude, dude, who do you think I am? I would never give you that shit without you knowing. Yeah. Come on, man. Watch the rest of the video. He just keeps telling him to watch the rest of the video. And he's like, I'm fucking freaking out. He's like, I'm not even high. He's like, it's because the adrenaline pumping through your veins right now. Yeah. Calm down, man. That was 100% proven. They got fucking horses in Peru. <laughs> that shit was hilarious, bro. Like, it's so insane. Because now I know that it wasn't the drugs, it wasn't this. It's, this is literally where they're taking this fucking mm-hmm. movie, dude. So, he, of course, they finish the video, and he's like, I want you to be the Martin Luther King Jr. Just fuck up. It's just he fucked up just saying it. Of the horse people. <laughs> Five years, I'm going to give you $100 million. 
No, I need to talk to you about this because you've done the million dollar thing to me for a while. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. It's a hundred million dollars. To be a horseman for five years. <laughs> but the thing is, he talks to some kind of sauce that they take and it turns them back into yeah, a normal like the, person. We'll give you the da 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 antidote wicked sauce, man. Fuck, clear you right up, dude. Take it back to normal. He's but, like, that shit sounds made up. Like, you just fucking made it up. <laughs> So this could be real. If could it was not. guaranteed, bro, that I could come back, yeah, you know I'm doing it. Oh yeah, five years. It's a horse. Like, and then like Army Hammer, this was the greatest part of the whole thing. He's like, no, before you say anything else, you're gonna have a horse cock, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fucking bananas. I'd die. I'd die laughing. And I was like, well, I guess it's not all bad. <laughs> And then it cuts from that because he finally lets him go after he says, like, take a couple days, think about being the fucking Martin Luther King of yeah, horse people. go sleep on it. You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> he's like, I'm about to have millions of these fucking things, you know, and I want you to be the leader of them, but work for me, mm-hmm. you know, so I can keep them impressed. I can keep them working. So at first it cuts to him showing his dick to his his ex-girlfriend now because yeah, they broke him, up yeah. and she started messing with his friend, you mm-hmm. know, the guy from work. Well, that speaks too because she's uninterested in him because he's moving up this corporate ladder. He's losing his identity. But this guy joined the fight with her. Right. So. The guy from Walking Dead. Can't remember his name. Glenn. Yeah. Glenn from Walking Dead. I didn't know he was, that was who he was. Like, because yeah. I didn't watch Walking Dead. Just super cuts. Uh, apparently, because you knew his name. But she's attracted to him because he stands for something. I just so. know that there's like three or four names that when you mention them around people that love Walking Dead, they're like, oh, man. Um, sidebar, I watched the trailer for the new Walking Dead season, and it looks fucking awful. Does it? I can't believe that's still going on. The last thing I saw is, like, there were people wearing the dead, the zombie skin, and were, like, hoarding them, like, hurting them, like... I I stopped, like, three or four seasons ago, but anyway. Yeah. So he's showing his dick to everybody. (laughs) He's showing his dick to his girl, and she's like, she's like, no, that's not anything. Morg explains it. She's like, you could have just showed me your nostrils. Right. And he's like, what nostrils? He's like doing like this, like flaring them real bad. She's like, you're doing it on purpose. And uh, he starts freaking out because like he just saw some crazy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And, and he, uh, uh, he's like, and she's like, I'm glad you're feeling yourself, but because you gave me the booty call at three o'clock last night. And he's like, that wasn't me. So she checks her phone. And, and the, he dropped his phone during the whole horseman debacle. Right. And they record a message like, "Please help us. We're in pain. They, they're be, they, you know, they we're being mistreated and shit. Like they, they turned you into a fucking horse, man. Mm-hmm. Of course you're being mistreated. Yeah. And then Army Hammer comes in like the rich asshole. Like, I will fucking turn you into glue, you beautiful fucked up creatures. <laughs> like something like that. It's yeah. it's fucking hilarious, but fucked up at the same time. Yeah. And uh, that's where the video cuts off. And he puts it out. And the company gets even bigger. More people are signing um, up. Like. Before that, though, there's a interesting commentary. There's one show that's playing everywhere. It's like... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, because he gets hit in the head with a full Coke. Mm-hmm. Full can of well, Coke. that becomes like a meme, and that's all he sees is this meme, and that kind of speaks to our culture, too. Like, we memify the most ridiculous things. Yeah. And, um, but no, the show... And shit. But the show, it's like, I get beat up or... Oh, beat the shit out of me. Beat the shit out of me. And that speaks to our society. Like, YouTube is so big, but some of the biggest YouTubers are people that just humiliate themselves. And take pain or whatever, jackass or whatever. They're just... 
and that's what we find entertaining our society finds entertaining because that has the most views on youtube so that's what he's trying to do but he gets the video out not going to the news because nobody really watches the news anymore he has to go on this show because that's what everyone's watching and he has to like let the three guys beat the shit out of him and then he had to go sit in a shit tank yep which i thought was you know like great imagery but like a little too much for me yeah it was kind of they literally cover him in every inch of his body except his eyes and his mouth was shit Mm -hmm. well i guess it's not real shit it's it's not real but but it looks real to think for me yeah if it was you're (laughs) fucking disgusting you know what i mean all i was thinking is like it's getting in your mouth (laughs) yeah for sure (laughs) like it's probably oatmeal or whatever but like yeah yeah if that was you're definitely tasting shit right so he's like play my video and then he shows the world dude he doesn't even like fight back he's just like can we please play my video now Mm -hmm. you said you'd play it yep so like you said they play the video and and they're like their biological achievements makes the company skyrocket (laughs) army hammers just fucking popping champagne like i'm still rich motherfucker yeah so then he joins the fight and they think that if they could break these power callers from getting into the building mm-hmm. that'll stop the cycle you know people will stop going and you know we'll be able to get these people some help but while all this is going on he's got like his own little secret plan he goes and watches these people type in these long ass codes they have one for the elevator here there everywhere's got one of these fucking things right and uh they start the riot. They stop the the brigade of uh, you know, like because they got like riot police type of dudes, like private security. I'm guessing. Well, they had they had regular like break up, um, organized mm. protest. Right. But when it gets out of hand, when they realize they don't have control of the situation anymore, they bring in the fucking SWAT team, mm. and that kind of speaks to like especially what's going on over in Hong Kong, yeah. like these like intense like almost like wars against these people and it's kind of sad like you can't have protests anymore without getting the shit kicked out of you peaceful protests anyway yeah yeah. exactly so anyway they call in the SWAT team they start taking people out he gets his face knocked in he uh, wakes up inside of a truck and he can't really see what's going on right and then next thing you know the horsemen come in like the cavalry dude yep saving the day Mm mm-hmm and uh, one of them breaks him out of the jail thing. It's fucking. It's like I said. I'm completely fucking in shock and like, what the fuck right now? You know who the voice was? No, I couldn't. I didn't. I couldn't make out the black guy. Lawrence Fishburne. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, bro! <laughs> wow, that's insane. What was he doing on a fucking Tuesday? Right. You want me to do what? You. Yeah, fuck it, bro. I ain't got nothing else going on. I'll go be a horse man for you for yeah. a day. He speaks to him like he's an alien. He's yeah, like, exactly. hey, I'm from Oakland. Talk we, come from, we come in peace. Thank you for saving us. I'm from East Oakland, bro. Talk normal. <laughs> and he's like, thanks for thanks for freeing us, because that's what he was doing, watching the people. He went and freed all the horse yeah. guys to come beat the shit out of the armed guards and they stop and they save the day kind of i guess and that's funny to think about too like you're creating these slave super superhumans. don't yeah, you they, think they're gonna fucking rebel and take you out because they're right. 10 times well, stronger than you are him for right like he was supposed to be the link yeah he was supposed to keep them in line kind of thing right and uh which i thought like even after as wild as this shit is man 
he goes back to living in his uncle's garage, mm-hmm. but he kept all the nice shit that was in his apartment. Right. He's like, I couldn't go back to living just like how I was, you know? And uh, he's like, I'm going to go back to being a normal telemarketer just like y'all or whatever. But he still wants to fight the right. fight the fight of getting paid a livable wage. And then he does like this, and his girl's like, what's wrong? And he turns, and his fucking nose is turning into a horse nose. Yep. And it goes to credits. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? And then it does the little clip where Army Hammer's just chilling on his couch watching TV. And you hear a fucking thing at the security door, and he pulls up on the screen, and it's like, what's up? I'm Cash from Ogasoga. I'm here to give you your fucking ass whooping. Sorry to bother you, and then the camera goes off, and then it just hears the security alarm break in, and you see him come in the thing, and he's like, it was fucking intense, but like, I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Not even a happy ending at the end, man. (laughs) So, like, I don't know, man. This movie is all over the place for me. Like, it's just, what the fuck? I love the social and capitalism. I was there, and like, I guess it's like they were trying to, like, do it in such a crazy ass way that you had to like take notice, but I don't know, man. Like that part, I felt like could have been left out and it still could have been a good movie. You know, you could have done a different third act. Well, that's and, what makes it absurdist. Like, there's a yeah. bunch of like taking it to the extreme. I usually don't like. I this. don't know what this movie made or anything, but like, I guarantee if they'd put any of that horse shit in the trailer, nobody would have went to fucking see that. Shit. You know, it only uh, it only cost three million to make. I was surprised about that. Really? Yeah. It actually grossed, I want to say, yeah, $18 million. Which is nothing, really. Is Not movie, really, but, but it's an indie film, but yeah. it has a cult following now. Oh, I, I think imagine. It's, like, I mean, like I said, there are a lot of good messages and a lot of, like, you know, awareness. That's so, my thing about absurd comedy. I don't like um, absurd comedy that doesn't have a point. It's just ridiculous for the sake of ridiculousness, kind of like the show that's in the movie. Because there was good parts to that whole movie that I was like, man, this could be a really great movie. And then, like, it just it, goes off. It's the, a really great movie. Like I said, it just goes off the rails. No, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, like, I don't know. I just didn't like the way it was interpreted, I guess. Right. I think he was trying to speak to the Alex Jones thing, like how Alex Jones goes right. off about the, the oh, they're fucking putting animal shit, human. The chicken nuggets and shit like that. Well, yeah. he's now he's talking about over in China, they're making animal-human hybrids right now. And I think this movie was trying to speak on that with the horse people. That's insane. Yeah. It's pretty dense with uh, social commentary. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It just threw me for a, like a super loop, I guess. So, would you watch it again? Not all the way through. <laughs> right <laughs> before he gets to the jade door, like, all right, I'm good. See, that's the thing about it. Like, I, I hate the movie after that, but that fucking scene between him and Army Hammer is so fucking funny. It is. It's so fucking crazy and and like ridiculous that it's just hilarious to me. It was probably my favorite part of the whole movie. He's just calmly like, bro, calm down. Watch the rest of the video. It's going to make sense. You're going to see I'm not evil. I'm not a monster. Like, you're just rationalizing the fuck out of it. Like, yep. that was 100% Peruvian, bro. I'm telling you, you just don't feel it because you're adrenaline. Calm down. We'd never. What do I look like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the funniest part of the whole fucking movie. But out of the rank, 10 being the best, 1 being the worst. Why is one the worst? Why is one the worst? Why do you do it that way? I don't know, man, because I feel like, you know, 10 is a big thing. Like, dimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And 
I don't know. It's just like your whole life. You know, you rate shit one to ten. You know. All right. How's that chick look? She's a, she's about a four. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm going. Car. You know, what's your car? It's a it's a six. You know, it's a car. So. Uh, I'm gonna give this movie. I'm gonna give it a five. A five. I take it or leave it. That's fair. Because like I said, other than a couple parts, nothing was in it that was so funny that I just would have to go back and watch again. But mm-hmm. I would pull it up on YouTube to watch that clip. You know what I mean? So I gave it a five. And I didn't hate it. Like The ending of it kind of fucking threw me, and I was just like, all right, whatever. But mm-hmm. it wasn't the worst movie I've ever watched. Yeah. I give it a bolt thrower. Yeah. What is that again? <laughs> it's like a two. Ah, okay. It's not, it's not like it's my not the, favorite movie yeah. ever, but I do love this movie a lot. I, I had no idea that you had such a passion for it, and now watching it, you know, because I know the kind of movies that you're into, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense. You know what I mean? I was like, going to save it for later, but you were like, I want to watch it. I want to watch it. Because, so, I mean, it, it was a recent movie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And a lot, some of the movies that we watch uh, have come out for a while. You know what I mean? So I was, you know, I was like, oh, this is a newer one. I'll probably enjoy it. But, yeah. Yeah. That's what I give it. So. Oh, yeah. Not the best, but not the worst pick ever. All right. Well, now we have to talk about the fucking movie that you gave me called Miss March. Yeah, man. You're, I, I know you're going to be harsh about it, but I, I, I just want to say that I told you it wasn't a fucking movie you were going to take a message from. But <laughs> we'll talk about it anyways, bro. All right. See you then. Later.